I believe that most people will say that they've learned more from their mistakes than they did from their successes. Yet, being wrong remains one of the most feared outcomes in our lives. In this podcast, I will share lessons that I have learned from my mistakes that have helped me to get one step closer to a more authentic version of myself. My name is Lonnie Was the Third, and this is what I did wrong. Welcome to the new standard of pre-love shopping. Welcome to The Shop. The Shop is a thoughtfully curated online boutique featuring a unique selection of pre-loved and vintage accessories, clothing, and home items that are one of a kind just like you. Check out The Shop today at LonnieWasTheThird.com forward slash The Shop. And don't forget to sign up to be a Shop VIP member at LonnieWasTheThird.com forward slash Shop VIP. You will receive 10% off of your first purchase. Welcome to The Shop. One of a kind just like you. There we were shooting a campaign in my apartment here in New York City. We are getting ready to shoot our video and we hear this noise, this distant chatting in the distance and chanting and banging of pots and pans. And the first thing that crossed my mind was, wait, are we going back to celebrating the health workers like we did at the beginning of quarantine? But wait, it's not 7 p.m. And like, why is this happening randomly again? I walk out onto the balcony and I'm looking around wondering, what is going on? What is everybody making all this noise about? And as I look around, I see my neighbors on their balconies clanging pots and pans and screaming and cheering. And it hit me in that moment, wait, did they just announce who won the presidential election? In fact, they did. I jumped on Instagram and I found that that was the moment in which we found out that Joe Biden and Kamala Harris were now the president and vice president-elect for the 2020 election. And when I say that I was so shocked but also relieved, that is an understatement. The thing that made me feel a little bit excited but also uneasy, though, is that in this election, it was the first time that I voted. And I saw the power of my vote throughout this process. And I went back and forth with myself about if I would even record this episode because I was a bit afraid of what it might look like for me to be so vulnerable and say that I hadn't voted before. So I figured that it would be good for me to come on and talk about why I didn't vote before and what my perspective is now, especially because this podcast is all about mistakes, right? And I consider the fact that I haven't voted before a mistake, and it's something that I learned from. And what kind of example would I be if I made a mistake and only shared the mistakes with you that I thought uh, made me comfortable? So here I am talking about why I was kind of a victim of voter suppression. So let me go backwards. So before I turned 18, my mom was always talking about voting. My mother talked about voting until she was blue in the face. She thought it was so important growing up in the 60s and just the civil rights movement and all of the reasons to vote. She always was very vocal about me voting 
And when I turned 18 or whatever election, I guess I could have vote, um, I didn't. And I'll say this, growing up, I didn't have a really strong political um, understanding, really. Like, I wouldn't say that my family was very political or that we even talked about it. So for me, I never really clung to, clinged to uh, either side, like Republican or Democrat. I remember sitting in my American government class in high school and learning about the Electoral College and the way the Senate was created. And none of it ever really made sense to me. It felt like something that was really far away. It felt like something that was not tangible. It felt like something that uh, wasn't valuable, I guess, to me, or something that I didn't think that was for me, or something that I just felt like it was going to happen whether I participated or not, right? Like, I, I didn't really understand how democracy was supposed to work. I'd seen democracy fail. So I didn't really have too much, I guess, compassion for the idea. I, I really um, just was like, I felt like basically since I didn't have a strong point of view, that it was important not to say anything because I've always been the type to, if I have a strong conviction about something, like speak up for that. But with voting, it kind of felt like, well, I don't, I don't, I don't lie on either side. So, like, does my voice matter? Would me voting kind of create more of a problem? Because then I'm just doing something just to do it. And I will say this, I have voted before. That's actually not true. I just have never really voted in the primaries. So I will start with letting you guys know that. As I went through um, kind of my years of 18 through my 20s, um, I saw various elections happen, of course, for presidents and at the local level. Um, I'm sad to say that I wasn't a part of voting for Obama, who ended up being a really wonderful president. But deeper than that, my regret really lies in me researching and realizing that the feeling that I had uh, that my vote didn't matter wasn't just coming out of thin air. That is um, a symptom of a lot of things. Part of it is poverty mindset, growing up in Baltimore, feeling like, you know, when you think about Maslow's hierarchy of needs now, we weren't, I didn't grow up poor, but I'm talking about the mindset. I grew up around the mindset. So um, when all your needs aren't met, sometimes things that are like a voting and some things that are a little bit um, high touch, um, they don't get as much attention. So part of it was that. And then part of it, I realized, is a result of a systematic strategy called a voter suppression. And voter suppression is used to influence the outcome of election by discouraging um, or preventing specific groups of people to vote. And voter suppression is a real thing and it definitely impacts Black, Latino, um, women, um, those types of groups. And what voter suppression does is that it attempts to reduce the number of voters who might vote against a candidate. And so this is a very intentional tactic strategy that seeks out to 
make people like myself at one point feel like our vote doesn't matter to feel like, you know, it's just another drop in the bucket. Like, what's the point? The world is already messed up or I'm not really that political. So it doesn't matter. Yada, 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 yada. So this is something that really helped me to understand why I may have been voting or not voting the way that I had, I was and why I felt like that um, me utilizing my democracy and my liberty and my my rights, especially because as a Black man growing up in this country, you don't feel like, uh, you don't feel like democracy is on your side. You don't feel like uh, being a U.S. citizen, even being Black makes you a full U.S. citizen. You feel like you have a target on your back. You feel like you're a foreigner in your own country. So that's a part of it. Well, so I'm not making excuses. I'm just giving reasons for why I didn't vote. I feel like in order for me to be transparent about uh, my mistakes, I have to be transparent about my mistakes. And so I would say after the Obama presidency leading into the Trump presidency, it has been such an eye-opening experience because there's been so much oppression and so much negativity and racism coming from that seat of, of the president. And I know that politics runs way deeper than the president. However, these last four years, almost four years, have just been so stressful and so painful and so and so kind of like oppressive that it really, and I told someone this the other day, it really did us an injustice, but it also did us good because it kind of woke us up to some of the realities of our country, some of our ugly history and some of our ugly realities presently. So I think that I became more active in thinking about it leading up to this campaign uh, in this election, because I realized that I read a meme on Instagram that says something like voting is not like dating, right? It's not like you're trying to find your sweetheart and your perfect match. You're just trying to participate in the world that you want to see, right? You want to create the world and you want to have people in positions that will make the world as close to the world that you want to see. And for me, that was life-changing because it's like, yo, it's not about the specific candidate per se. It's really about doing your best to vote for and produce the type of candidates and the type of um, environment, political environment, day-to-day -day environment that is the most beneficial to everyone. And really being a part of this voting um, strategy or being a being a voter this year has meant so much, not because I voted for Biden and he won, but because I participated and I've seen that um, democracy can work. I, I've seen that um, voting can work. And I think I had not seen that before, partially because I hadn't voted, but also not realizing that, oh, the reason why the numbers look the way they do is yes, the electoral college is a part of this whole thing, but um, the popular vote does matter. But when oh, huge groups of people are not voting, that heavily impacts the results. And I know that sounds simple and I even feel a little, um, just a little like, duh, saying it now, but guess what? I'm learning and I've learned. And um, I hope that, you know, uh, that this is a lesson that for those of you who may not have voted, you know, maybe it's something that, that you can think on 
Um, it is your right to vote. It is also your right not to vote. We live in that type of country. But um, I think for me, it has just been the first step towards a more conscious political life, a more conscious political activism, and um, just really kind of trying to see what part I play in creating the world that I want. And I've always done that with my career and my individual goals, but thinking of it bigger than me or thinking of it in a political way is something that is new for me. So I just wanted to share that. I wanted this to be too long. I'm super excited about the possibilities of what is to come with our new vice president and president-elect. I'm and really excited that we have a woman in office. I'm excited that we have a Black woman in office. And um, the last thing I'll say is that for all of us who are excited about this moment in politics, I think that it's so important that we are we continue to remain excited, but that we also participate. And when I say participate, I'm not just talking about voting, but that we realize that it's a group effort and that politicians aren't heroes, they are just leaders, and that they're not perfect, but also that we have to create and thrive in this world as well, and that we have to support them Basically, they're not saviors in the sense of like they're saving us from something. So therefore, they're going to always get it right. And I think that for me, a big takeaway that I'm doing is like seeing like how can I participate throughout the years in between elections and at all points to make sure that I'm creating the world that I want to see. So what I did wrong was that I didn't vote until age 35. I thought that my vote didn't matter. I thought that you know, because I didn't have a distinct party to belong to and that I did not necessarily understand the system that it was better for me not to vote. But what I've learned is that voting does matter and that voter suppression is real. And that as Stacey Abrams showed us, it is so possible to flip states. It's so possible to get people re-engaged with voting. So I'm excited to be a more um, cognizant voter and a more cognizant member of the American society. And yes, I still feel like democracy fails me as a Black man, but I feel like that I can still make a difference by engaging my community and engaging my rights as an American. Thank you for listening to the What I Did Wrong podcast. As always, I appreciate your support. Catch new lessons each and every week on Wednesdays. Feel free to follow me on Instagram at LonnieWoodsTheThird or visit my website at LonnieWoodsTheThird.com. Until we meet again, remember that regret was meant to refine you and that your mistakes don't have to define you. I leave you in love, peace, and style. Until the next time.